This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP leader staying on top of Farm Bill. More tariffs on China. SCOTUS nominee seen as a check on regulators. And President pardons ranchers. McConnell isn't losing interest in the Farm Bill. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is likely to take an active role in shaping a new farm bill and getting it to the finish line. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts tells AgriPulse. McConnell has a personal stake in the bill in making sure that its provisions for industrial hemp make it in the final version. But he also apparently believes that passing the bill will benefit Republicans in the midterm elections. McConnell will be a conferee, and I expect him to attend conference meetings, said Roberts. Roberts noted that McConnell attended the committee's markup on June 13th, which impressed a lot of Democrats. He's got a lot of interest in this, and he's got interest in getting it done. Cottaway and McConnell to talk. McConnell will be talking in coming days to House Agriculture Committee Chair Mike Cottaway. Cottaway said, I will tell him we need to get a bill done by September, and he needs to move the process along in the Senate. A House leadership source says no decision has been made yet on when to go to conference. But Roberts and Conaway confirmed that their staffs have started discussing differences between the bills. Off the House floor yesterday evening, Conaway showed a timer on his phone to demonstrate his concern about the lack of time to negotiate the final version of the bill. The time is set to September 30th when the 2014 Farm Bill expires and also to January 1, 2019 when the permanent law for dairy kicks in if There is no farm bill enacted before then. U.S. announces more tariffs on China. The Trump administration announced last evening that it is preparing to slap tariffs on $200 billion worth of new Chinese commodities, a move that would significantly escalate the trade war that's already hurting U.S. farmers and ranchers. The U.S. began applying the tariffs to $34 billion worth of Chinese imports last Friday, and China retaliated in equal measure, but took aim mostly at U.S. farm commodities. Senior U.S. administration officials said it would be about a two-month process before the new tariffs would go into effect, but they stressed they're holding out hope a resolution to the trade conflict is possible. We are willing to engage in efforts that could lead to a resolution of our concerns about China's unfair trading practices. But obviously, we do intend to keep the pressure on them to move to a more market-oriented direction, one official said in a briefing for reporters. Now, for more on the Farm Bill, how the USDA might address farmer trade concerns and other issues, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting your inboxes this morning. Grassley. Kavanaugh reigns in regulators. Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley is optimistic about getting Supreme Court nominee Brent Kavanaugh confirmed, but says a Senate vote is more than two months away given the time it will take to go through his record. Grassley told reporters yesterday that Kavanaugh has a reputation for keeping regulators under control and not allowing regulators to travel too far beyond the intent of Congress. Kavanaugh, who has served for 12 years on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, has been involved in numerous decisions involving the EPA and written some of the rulings himself. Farm groups welcome Trump's pardon. Farm groups are praising President Donald Trump for granting full pardons to Dwight Hammond Jr. and his son Stephen Hammond, the Oregon ranchers who have been serving time for allowing a fire to spread to federal land. The elder Hammond, 76, has served three years in prison. 
The 49-year-old son has served four years. The Hammonds were forced to suffer from grave injustice for far too long, and the entire ranching community is relieved that they will be reunited with their families. That the word of Ethan Lane of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and the Public Lands Council. American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall said the pardons mean there is still hope for justice in the environmental law enforcement. The Hammonds were thrown into prison for nothing more than burning an invasive species that threatened their ranch, a standard ranching practice that is both lawful and widely accepted. No media head start on key USDA reports. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is making a significant change in the way it releases market-affecting crop and livestock reports. Traditionally, media services such as Bloomberg, Reuters, and DTN have been allowed to go through the reports before the public release time. But starting in August, that media advantage is going to end. Starting in August, reporters won't see the reports from the National Agriculture Statistics Service and the World Agriculture Outlook Board until they are posted on the Internet. USDA decided that the early media access gave their paying subscribers an unfair trading advantage. This change addresses the head start of a few microseconds that can amount to a market advantage, said Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. The new procedures will level the playing field and make the issuance of reports fair to everyone involved. U.S. potato exports to South Korea remain strong. U.S. exports of potatoes and frozen french fries to South Korea continue to climb, bolstered by a strong free trade agreement and growing demand for the spuds that, according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Korean eating habits have changed significantly over the past decade, shifting towards products like french fries and potato chips. The U.S. exported about 87,000 tons of French fries to South Korea last year, according to the FAS, nearly three times the 31,000 tons just nine years earlier in 2008. French fries are South Korea's largest potato import, but the U.S. is also once again selling a lot of fresh potatoes, and that trade is expected to increase next year and beyond. Judge, FDA, come down on a dairy farm. A Minnesota dairy farm with a long history of violating FDA drug regulations has been ordered by a federal judge not to introduce animals or meat into the food supply. The decision follows inspections that found antibiotic residue above the legal limit in a cow that had been sold for slaughter. Under a consent decree, Meech Dairy Farm in Sebeka, Minnesota, must implement systems to prevent such an occurrence from happening again. The owners also must put in place systems to establish and maintain better drug inventory and animal identification records. Here's today's He Said It. Getting a farm bill done as opposed to not getting it done has a lot of political ramifications, especially for Republicans. That's Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 11th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.